Hello, my name's Bill. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm here in the UK doing UK things, not being eaten by giant people. And I'm Tyler in the US, also not being eaten by giant people. And we host The Coordinate, an Attack on Titan podcast, where we are... Uh, hold on a second, Tyler. Hold on. There's some weird noises going on outside the door. Let, let me just go check it out quickly. Ah! 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 It's Twitter, Troy Titan. Ah! Ah, my leg! Ah, he's eating my leg! Ah! Bill? No! Oh, oh, it's gone! He's eating my bloody leg, Tyler! Troy's eating my f***ing leg! Oh. Uh, anyways... Uh, we're a monthly podcast where we read an arc of the manga a month, try to get Bill caught up. Uh, Bill, you want to tell them where they can find us? Uh, what? What? You want, what, what do you want? Where can people listen to the podcast? I don't, uh, oh, I don't have a clue. Oh, he's going to eat me. He's going to eat me. Oh. Why are there so many cats in here? God, I hope you uh, get, can I get a new co-host? Welcome, dear friends, to the Taviren, a Wheel of Time podcast hosted by three gentlemen for whom the very wheel itself bends around. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Bill, Rob, and Rich. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Taviren podcast. With me, your host, Bill. And I'm on my own this week. Yeah, I'm giving Rob the week off. You know, the boy's been working hard, so I thought, you know, go on, Rob, you sit back, put your feet up for a bit. I'll take this one. Don't you worry, my friend. And uh, yeah, Rich, Rich just said, fuck you guys, I'm off. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Ten seconds in, Rob, and I've already sworn. <laughs> yes, hello, dear listeners, and welcome to yet another telling of the pattern. Uh, how are you all doing? You all been drawn in by the pattern? Are you, are you weaving the pattern to your will? No? No? Oh, really? Oh, that doesn't sound good, McGee's. Mini BT? Huh? Yeah, good. Okay. okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> enough of that absolute nonsense, shall we say. So, yes, uh, I am here. I'm on my own. And uh, I'm rather nervous, <laughs> which is strange because, you know, I do quite a lot of them. Um, I do quite a lot of podcasting by myself, but I'm kind of used to those shows. I'm used to having a Rob hold my hand and guide me through the world of the wheel of time <laughs> as it is so um yeah i mean you know just a quick update from myself obviously because i know you guys have only heard from me once recently uh, i am now back to work so i will hopefully be able to start recording more often with rob uh, maybe not so much rich as our schedules don't quite line up as they used to uh, but we'll see how it goes maybe maybe one day again in the future we'll get all three of us on uh, but yeah we're going to sort of try and get back onto our double hosting schedule that we had before and so hopefully you'll have a lot less of these single episodes. I feel like it's always better when there's two of us and we get to bounce off of each other. Because, yeah, I've now got no one to make my silly, perverted jokes about Matt and all that other stuff. Um, so that's not always fun, doing it by yourself, I'm afraid. So, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, I'm, uh, I'm definitely not going to be the comic genius I normally am. <laughs> God, whoever called me a comic genius. Uh, oh, yeah, no one. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> uh, so that's about it for intros. Um, like I say, everyone's got the week off. I'm being left to myself. So, uh, reviews, you know, you lovely people, you've been out there and you've been busy ferreting away on your uh, podcatching apps, uh, letting us know exactly how you think of the show and what you think can be improved or 
what we're doing wrong and uh, yeah no one's left a bloody review uh, i think i'm gonna have to start being mean and i'm gonna create some sort of awful awful music that we'll play <laughs> for when we get no reviews <laughs> um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's that's an idea that we would have stolen from another podcast called Ultima Final Fantasy. Uh, They basically had like a three minute long, like their own version of a Black Sabbath song, which was the no review song. And every time they got no reviews, they would play it. And yeah, it really worked to get people putting in reviews. So, guys, unless you want to hear some sort of awful, awful composition that I will put together, (laughs) no reviews, you better get reviewing on your podcasting app, you know? Get reviewing on iTunes, Google Play Store, whatever. Do it, or you'll be punished. <laughs> Bialzamon will be coming to you all. Bialzamon says review. Hmm. Don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> um, yes, so um, what will be coming soon, as a little mini update for the podcast, is that uh, we are setting up a merchandise store. Um, you know, one of our good friends, Troy, um, uh, who... Uh, He's on the network and does the Troy or Power, uh, the Power Pay Through podcast with Troy. Yeah, anyway, I can't say it. And he also does um, the best animated shows ever so far with his friend MC, which is a really good if you're if you like uh, your old uh, your old class. Well, actually, it's all cartoons because it's best animated shows ever. So they're trying to cover everything. Uh, but I think uh, this week's is the Ducktales, which is a personal favourite childhood memory of mine. <laughs> I think because that's come up on the Disney Channel, they've decided to go over it. Uh, but yes, um, Troy, he does a lot of merchandise stuff. And he just said, hey, guys, why don't you just slap your logo on a red, um, Redouble or whatever it's called. And uh, see how it goes. So, yeah, we're doing that. We're currently uh, getting our logo on there and uh, adjusting it for the different things on there. So, yeah, we'll put a link in the episode description below. And uh, you guys can check that out. So far, I managed to upload a very old logo, which I forgot was old. <laughs> so uh, Tyler reminded me that that is not the current logo and I should change it. So yeah, I'm just going to make some small adjustments and I'll put that on there. So yeah, if you if you like our little yin and yang Tarvir and podcast logo, uh, you'll soon be able to have it on a, a coffee cup uh, if you really want to. <laughs> I'm sure you're all riveted and very excited to go click on that link below. And yes, I'm still pointing down. What's down? There's a small baby on my chest. Hello, Margo. Say hello. Oh, you just got me. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So below me is a baby, and uh, below you guys is a link. <laughs> oh, how ridiculous! So uh, yes, uh, next part on our daily segments. <laughs> oh, man, we, yeah, I need to, I need to get some sort of soundbite in there. Scott, Scott, who's been helping me out with uh, my other show, the uh, RPG, well, formerly the Golden Years, now called the After Years. Uh, he's added in like little uh, sound bites between segments, and I really love it. So I'm going to work on that, guys. I'm going to get a little sign soundbite segment to go in between segments for us. Uh, something patterny. <laughs> if you can think of uh, sounds that are patterny, people, please contact me at Metunica. M-E-T-U-N-N-I-C-A. <laughs> Let me know what is a pattern sound. Or just contact me on the Discord. Whatever you want. Links below. <laughs> Pointing down again. Uh, so Wheel of Time news. So there was a supposed screenshot of um, Matt and Rand which might have been actual footage from the show. Uh, but it all sounds like a load of crap to me. Uh, the word might <laughs> makes me feel like I wasn't even going to put this in. Uh, so Rob was trying to tell me to make up some fake news. But, you know, Rob, we just don't roll that way. You know, uh, I'm, I'm from England. We don't do fake news over here. We do real news. 
you know, we do real news and uh, other stuff. But I'm not going to get political. I got told off for that. <laughs> but yes, uh, so no real news uh, as far as Wheel of Time goes. You know, it's hard to have a lot. You know, I think we've been very lucky that we started this podcast just as the Wheel of Time show started kicking off. Because uh, otherwise, we wouldn't have any Wheel of Time news, really, would we? Because you know, the series finished like what <laughs> several years ago. <laughs> so what news is there? Like, yeah, no new books. Nothing new's coming out. <laughs> that fan fiction that you all want of Matt <laughs> isn't going to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. So I'm going to get into it this week. So this week we are talking about chapter 42 of The Eye of the World. But first, here's an advert from Rich. Hey everyone, Scott here with my good pal Rich. Say hi, Rich. Hi. And we're here today to tell you about a podcast we host together with our buddies Jay and Bill, the RPG After Years. The After what? The RPG After Years. Our show has entered into a new era of covering everything RPGs, both old and new. Thus, it is after its first era. It's the After Years. I thought RPG was rocket-propelled grenade. No, RPG stands for role-playing game. It's a genre of video game. Every week, we go through the latest news and discuss other relevant RPG-related topics. We also review RPGs as we complete them. So an RPG is not a rabid Portuguese goose? No, thank God. From Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy to The Witcher and Cyberpunk, we've got RPGs covered from the dawn of time to the far-flung future. Oh, I've heard of Final Fantasy. I'd hope so. So check us out on iTunes or whatever your preferred podcast listening platform happens to be. You can also find us at probablywork.com. Level up your podcast feed with the RPG After Years. Enjoy the show. We are on chapter 42. Remembrance of Dream. I don't know why I said that so slowly. <laughs> so to recap from last week's old uh, chapter, uh, Old Friends and New Frets, which was quite quite an interesting chapter with a few things happening in it so basically rand came back from his uh his little adventure that he took going off being pulled by the pattern via the tarviran means uh via uh, via queen via the queen of andor uh, yes <laughs> so he had his little adventure with the queen and then went back to the hotel um uh, the queen's blessing yeah God, come on brain catch up catch up so yeah he went back uh, he went back to the Queen's Besting, which is where uh, Lo uh, Loyal told Rand that he is Tarviran. So, you know, yay! Finally, we get to use the podcast name. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then uh, we also uh, we get to catch up again with our good old friends uh, Moraine, Lan, Egwene, Perrin, and Nynaeve, who have all come to the uh, Queen's Blessing. And so finally, all the gang is now back together. And then we had a very dark moment with. Um, Matt, where they finally realised all the um, uh, exactly the toll that the dagger is taking on Matt that he stole from Shadow Logoth, um, and Matt actually tried to kill Moraine in the last um, in the last chapter, and that has one of my favourite moments, probably from the Wheel of Time, where I think it might be from Nynaeve's perspective, I can't remember, but it's uh, the line where it says, "Land crossed the space like it didn't even exist." Something along those lines. It was just, uh, it's just amazing. You know, like, he crossed that space like it wasn't even there, and it's just like, oh my god! Like, blink of an eye, lands there to stop Matt killing Moraine, 
and it's just the way Robert Jordan described it, I just love it. It just makes you realise how epic Lan is. Um, so Moraine uh, sets to a task, proceeds that Matt, uh, she can help treat him a bit, and everyone else goes off. And then that's where we are now left in Chapter 42, Remembrance of Dreams. And I have to say, thanks, Rob. You know, I know you said, oh, any chance I'm going to have a week off? And I was like, yeah, sure, mate. You, you've been working hard. I'll get on this. Uh, you stick to the right up because nothing happens in this chapter. <laughs> this is basically, hey, hey, everyone, we haven't seen each other for like 20 chapters. This is what we've all been up to. <sighs> you, you get, yeah. And you, Rich. Yeah, you know what you did. <laughs> So, yeah, we're still in the Queen's Blessing, and we basically walk, we've walked downstairs to the library. <laughs> and, um, yeah, uh, the, the, one of the interesting things that happens, uh, I'll say one of the interesting things, uh, the nice thing that happens down here is that Rand introduces the party to Laurel, uh, Loyal, um, uh, the Ogier that we met from before, and most of them are aghast, <laughs> again, Rand just sort of sits down and sort of starts chatting away with Lowell. Lowell? Loyal. See, I'm reading it and I'm reading it wrong. It's loyal. I know that. So he's having a little chat with Loyal, just going, you know, generally just shooting shit. And then he realises that uh, oh, everyone else is just watching, just like, oh my God. <laughs> and um, so Rand politely introduces Loyal and says, this is an Ogier. And then everyone's just like dumbfounded, you know. They've been through, they've already lived through legends of Trollocs and half and half men and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but still, seeing a walking legend, an Ogier, shocks them all. But Rand does, you know, he is a, he's a kind gentleman. He does think, God, they're doing better than the first time I saw Loyal when I just shot a Trolloc in his face. Trolloc! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, everyone gets to meet Loyal. And um, they just have a little sort of... Uh, they, they, just are, they start asking him loads of questions then after a little while Matt and uh, Moraine come down and um, he looks you know he looks like he's in good condition but Moraine explains that she hasn't actually been able to sever his ties to the dagger and um, she does explain as well that that will eventually have to be done in Tarvalon um, because it will take more than her abilities and more than the abilities of several Ace to die in order to break it and she doesn't really want to use <laughs> um she doesn't really want to use the ace to die that are in the city because they are of a certain jar <laughs> what a jar the leads a door a jar is it a da is it a jam jar we don't know uh but yes she has managed to uh quell because uh, rand asked about the um the fact that dark friends and shadow spawn have been able to track them with the dagger and she says well i've managed to um reduce its effects and if any of the darkspawn can sense the dagger now uh, they are close enough that it doesn't really matter <laughs> so yeah she says her 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 effects of just having her around them should protect them enough uh, unless a dark friend gets within like 10 foot of them in which case you're pretty fucked anyway um so yeah moraine is introduced to loyal and um uh, she asks him to leave them so that she can talk to everyone and this is where Rand says, oh, uh, sorry, Moraine. Uh, I did promise this giant monster that uh, he could actually join us. So, yeah, you know, you, you better get over that. And Moraine, just a split seconds, just like, well, will wills as the will wills. The will weaves as the will wills. God, why can't I speak tonight? You know, it is the middle of the night. I've got a sleeping baby in my chest. I'm going to slur a few words. Sorry, guys. I'm sleep deprived. Deal with it. <laughs> 
Um, and yeah, so she just accepts it and she asks Lan to keep guard. And again, there's a fantastic line there about Lan, who just appears to be looking at nothing but seeing everything. <laughs> God, they really build how epic Lan is in these couple of chapters. I love it. Just a few little little nuggets, little nuggets of little nuggets of text in there. It's just like yes. Jamaican landman, you you were the man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Moraine tells them that they cannot remain in Canyon for much longer. And um, after some discussion, uh, Moraine finds out about the fact that Rand met Elida, <laughs> the royal family of Andor. Uh, so and it's just so strange. It's like Matt just Rand just starts talking back like it was nothing. And everyone's just looking at him. He's like, what? 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 <laughs> so I was only trying to get a look at the false dragon. It's not my fault I fell off the wall into the royal gardens. And I met the, <laughs> met the queen's daughter. And then I got arrested. Then I met Elida, who uh, said she wanted to keep me so that she could have more premonitions. But uh, the queen was, you know, upholding the law and wanted to release me because she's a nice girl. <laughs> and it's just like, Everyone in the room is just absolutely flabbergasted by the entire story. And it's just, you can, Moraine, you can see, you can almost feel the energy coming off of her. Just like, how Tarviran is this guy that he got pulled all the way to see Elida and the Queen? It's just ridiculous. But, you know, the wheel weaves is the wheel wheels. <laughs> Drop that little nugget in there. Uh, oh, yeah, that's one for your, uh, that's one for your spreadsheet, Rob. Make notes. Uh, now, Loyal at this point, uh, says to Moraine that he has a question to ask, and she tells him to stop talking and hurry up. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, he just keeps going. He Loyal doesn't have much concept of time, and as Rand describes it, he likes to uh, explain 200 years of history before actually talking about the thing he wants to talk about, so he feels like it's relevant. And Moraine does say to him, yeah, you can ask me a question, but, you know, pick up the pace. Uh, so he she tell he tells her a story about a man who came to the stead in Shanghai, uh, Shanghai. Oh, it's really annoying because it just on the audiobook it really sounds like they're saying Shanghai, especially as I tend to listen it at like one point seven my speed. So it's Shanghai, I think, is how it's pronounced. But yeah, uh, a man who came to the steading at the end of the I Il War, and so this was some twenty years ago. The man was hurt, and he was talking about a dark one trying to, uh, or the dark one, so the actual dark one himself, trying to blind the eye of the world and killing the great serpent. And he asks her, you know, is that really possible? Can that be done? And then this is the point where Perrin suddenly pipes up about the fact that that was one of the stories he heard from the Tinkers when him and Egwene were, you know, having their good dancing times before they started getting beaten up by white folks. And the Tinkers had the story of the Isle of the Isle, uh, Isle Maiden, uh, who basically said the same thing, but she used all the phrases of the Isle, like sight blinder and everything. But it was the exact same story, but from three years ago, not twenty years ago. And this really sort of troubles Moraine, and she's just like looking about the room, just like, oh my God, what, why, what's all this information dump coming down on me? all at once, and then Perrin pipes up again <laughs> to Matt and Ram, saying, alright, I think it's time we told her. And she's like, what? What else? <laughs> um, and this is where they want to tell her about um, the dreams that they've been having. And uh, Moraine is very displeased about this, and she says, I did tell you at the beginning, and I think we mentioned this on the podcast as well, I did tell you, it's like she literally just one-liners and the moment they meet, it's like, 
yeah, make sure you tell me if you're having bad dreams. <laughs> this is like, I told you, I told you when we first met. This is like, you're Ace to Die. These are teenage boys, right? <laughs> you know, unless you're going to tell them there's like <laughs> some sort of, uh, you know, gorgeous lady standing around the corner. <laughs> they're not really going to pay attention to you. They're not going to remember things like this. I'm a I'm a grown man, and I still can't remember things someone told me five minutes ago. It all just goes in one ear, out the other. So get over it, Maureen. Uh, yeah, but Maureen is very displeased with the boys not bringing it up sooner. And she thinks she could have helped them, but it was too late. And this is at this point, it's like one of these little mysteries, because she says about there, there hasn't been a dreamwalker in Tarvalon for over a thousand years. Uh, so why does Moraine think she could have tried to have helped him? Now, at this point, we don't know what Dreamwalkers are, and we don't know if Moraine could have helped, but you'd think if there hasn't been one for a thousand years, how would she help? Like, you know, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, how would she protect the boys? I don't know. Uh, and having read the books, I still don't really know. <laughs> she, maybe she's hiding something else that I just don't quite understand. Uh, and she she explains to the boys how she can keep Bialsmore from hurting their dreams and denying him, uh, but they might need to find their own ways. So she says, you know, if he will try everything he can, he can only touch your dreams if he has a connection to you, or by chance, or if he's or if you seek him out. And he says, but the only way to protect yourself is by denying him, which is what Rand has been doing quite prevalently when the dreams pop up. I deny you, Bialsmore. And uh, Perrin uh, replies that he thinks he's already found his protection. Moraine gives him a little nod. And as we know, the uh, the wolves have kind of been sitting there helping protect his dreams a little bit. Despite the fact they occasionally get a little burn. Uh, so yeah, Perrin's golden eyes. And Brand actually makes a comment on the fact that how gold his eyes looked in that particular moment. So after hearing this conversation about the dreams that they had, uh, Loyal concludes that all three boys are Tarverian. And Moraine agrees. Now, in fairness, Matt and Rand have kind of been travelling together the whole time. So, what's the evidence here that Matt is Tarverian? Because, <laughs> you know, definitely Rand, you know, he left he left the confines of the Queen's Blessing for 10 minutes. And he ended up in front of the Queen on trials. <laughs> uh, whereas Matt just sat in his room playing with his, you know, polishing his dagger. You know, just like Rich does. Um, oh no, I'm Matt. Richard Perry. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a bit of a strange conclusion there, Loyal, I have to say. Um, but they, um, Moraine is just troubled by the whole thing. She thinks they should get out of the city and they should, instead of going to Tarvolon, they should travel to the Blight to warn the Green Man. Now, how she knows about the Blight, or how she knows about the Green Man being in the Blight, God knows. But uh, yeah, she thinks this is a, a threat, and um, yeah, they, she wants to warn the Green Man of this threat and realise they will be attacked by the Trollocs outside the city as soon as they try to leave. The only solution that Moraine can now think of is asking Loyal to guide them to a way gate and travel the ways. Moraine tries to convince Loyal when pressed. He utterly refuses to do it. And that's kind of where we're, we're left off at this point. Loyal's just like, no, 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 no. I'm not going down to the ways. That place is messed up. <laughs> and Moraine's just like, it's our only way out. 
we're gonna do it. I'm Ace to die. There's no way you can refuse me. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's quite, and then that brings that basically brings an end to the chapter. Um, so you know who who are these people talking about? Men trying to destroy the uh, the dark one, trying to destroy the eye of the world. What is the eye of the world, and what is the great serpent? You know, how does you know what what's the ways? What is in the ways? You know, I know what's in the ways, but <laughs> but uh, and it's terrifying. But um, yes, I can understand Loyal's uh, reaction to that. And um, yeah, it's just like oh, this is this is where it really takes a turn because up until this point in the book, there's always been a journey. You know, there's been a goal in mind. The goal was let's head to Canyon, let's go to Tarvalon, and the uh, Ace of Die Witches will protect the boys. But now it's like suddenly, okay, we need to go to Tarvalon to help Matt because he's uh, got really overly attached to his, uh, his special little dagger uh, and it's killing him. And, you know, Lorraine can only do so much by herself. She's managed to remove its taint from Matt, but she can't completely remove it and the taint will come back and she won't be able to protect him. So they need to go to Tarvalon, but she's obviously decided, right, at this particular moment in time, I've got these three boys. And I've got this Ogier. The Ogier's told me a story about someone trying to destroy the eye of the world. And then Perrin piped up and said, all right, yeah, I've heard the same story but from three years ago. So it's suddenly like she's realized, all right, I've been given this information at this moment in time with these three Tarviran boys. I need to act on it. You know, she's a clever lady. She's like, I need to go to the green man who she knows is in the blight. I think she might have been there before or something. And she needs to go there and warn him. So that's what they're off to do. And the only way to get there is via the most dangerous means of travel there is possible. <laughs> and so that's the way they're going to go. Um, yeah, I, uh, just a couple of little side notes. Um, we do actually get the first mention of a couple of characters in this chapter of uh, Demandred, uh, uh, Bethamel, and Landfear. So in case that, uh, for those of you who have read the series and know who those chapters are, this is the first time they actually pop up at this point, which is quite interesting. And so this leads us into this week's readings with Rob, which will actually be readings with Bill. But I'm going to use the readings with Rob intro because I don't have a readings with Bill intro. Uh, so I've chosen a little chapter, which is where a little part of the chapter where uh, Loyal is speaking to Moraine and telling her the story of the man who came to steadying Shanghai. And now, the Taviren present to you readings with Rob. From chapter 42 of The Eye of the World. I've just remembered something, Aesodai. Something I have always wanted to ask an Aesodai should I ever meet one. Since you know many things and have great libraries in Tarvalon, and now I have, of course. And, uh, may I? If you make it brief, she said curtly. Brief, he said as if wondering what the word meant. Yes, well, brief. There was a man who came to Steading Shanghai. A little while back. This was not unusual in itself. At the time, it was of a great many refugees, 
had come to the spine of the world, fleeing what you humans call the Isle War. Rand grinned. A little time back, twenty years near enough. He was at the point of death, though there were no wound or mark on him. The elders thought it might be something of Ace the Die had done. Loyal gave Moraine an apologetic look. Since as soon as he was within the steading, he quickly got well. A few months. One night he left without a word to anyone, simply sneaked away when the moon was down. He looked at Moraine, face cleared, and cleared his throat again. Yes, brief. But before he left, he told a curious tale in which he meant to carry to Tarvalon. He said the Dark One intended to blind the Eye of the World and slay the Great Serpent, kill time itself. The Elder said he was sound in his mind as in body, but that, what, but that was what he said. What I have wanted to ask is, can the Dark One do such a thing? Kill time itself and the Eye of the World? Can the can he blind the eye of the great serpent? What does it mean? Rand expected almost anything from Moraine, except what he saw. Instead of giving Loyal an answer or telling him she had no time for it now, she stood there staring right through the ogre, frowning in thought. That's what the pink that's what the Tinkers told us, Perrin said. Yes, Egwene said, the AL story. Moraine turned to her slowly. No other part of her moved. What story? It was an expressionless look she gave them. But, Perrin but it made Perrin take a deep breath. Though when he spoke, he was as deliberate as ever. Some tinkers crossing the waste. They said they could do that unharmed. Found I they found Aiel dying after the Battle of Trollocs. Before the last Aiel died, she, they were all women apparently, told the Tinkers what Loyal just said. The Dark One, they called him Sightblinder, intends to blind the Eye of the World. This was only three years ago, not twenty. Does it mean something? Everything, Moraine said. Her face was still. But Rand had the feeling her mind raced behind those dark eyes. That was Readings with Rob. If there's a passage in an upcoming chapter you wish to have read on the podcast, simply tweet us at TavirenPod with your request. Hey, and that was, that was a good old Readings with Beelzemon. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, so, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I started with it this week, guys. Um, again, like I said, not the most exciting of chapters. It was just basically, you know, everyone's met up. They haven't spoken for 20 chapters, so they just explained what they did for 20 chapters. Two of them told the same story, and then Moraine shat herself. Um, <laughs> and then Lo Loyal shat himself when he was told he had to go to the ways. So we'll have to find out what's going on there. And uh, yeah, I kind of, you know, I hope I did uh, Rob's reading with uh, Bill's subject section quite, uh, I hope I did it justice. Um, I'm having to come up with some voices on the fly there. I don't know what I was doing with Perrin. I, I think I probably went through about 20 different American accents when that somebody started. I just, on the fly, decided, yeah, this is what it's going to sound like. Um, so, yeah, you know, I feel like that was important. Uh, I like to get 
I feel like the the idea of the Ail story and the one that uh, Loyal was telling uh, was kind of the most important point of the chapter. Uh, I could have done Loyal's reaction when Moraine told him he had to go to the waves, but you know, screw it. <laughs> so that's it this week, guys. Um, so what have we got going on? So again, like I said, we've got a new merch store which should be coming online hopefully soon. Uh, so keep an eye out for that one in the uh, in the links below. Like I said. Uh, next week we have chapter 43 which is decisions and apparitions so you know you know if you want to keep up with us read that one uh, i believe we start heading off and finding more out about the way gates so that'll be nice and interesting and uh yeah uh you know if you want to get in touch with the show you can contact us on twitter at tarvian pod if you want to contact me, I'm at Metunica, M-E-T-U-N-N-I-C-A. Uh, again, all this is in the links below. You can get uh, Rob at the main uh, Twitter site, and you can get Rich at HowBlue169 uh, or something like that. <laughs> it's all in the links below. Uh, you can come join our Discord server, which I have to admit has gone quite quiet since a certain uh, Wheel of Time YouTuber started his own Discord channel. I've noticed everyone seems to have just... <laughs> jump ship <laughs> i can't blame him his discord server is very nice and active whereas ours really wasn't so apologies about that but you know come join our discord server if you want to talk to us directly um and yeah other than that we'll look out for hopefully a, a double episode well not double episode but you know two hosts <laughs> so that we can actually have some back and forth and you know make some jamaican land jokes and all that sort of uh shenanigans i don't you know i can't go on tangents on my own i can't just suddenly say hey you know you know about the queen do you know about the queen but yeah anyway join us next week guys for more wheel of time madness and i hope the pattern wheels you a nice week goodbye Now that our heroic trio have left the familiar confines of the two rivers, they find themselves being chased by all sorts of denizens of the Dark One. Our party has been scattered, and the boys separated from Marvrain and Lan. Let us hope that luck, or some other force, can keep them safe. Uh, Bill? Bill? Billiam! Put that dagger down! You have no idea where in creation that's been! No, no, Rich. I don't have an extra cloak with me. Maybe if you didn't ride your horse straight into the Aranel, you wouldn't have this problem, hmm? For crying out loud, Robert, I know that girl from Berlon said weird things to you, but you shouldn't let it get under your skin so much. What are you, Eleven? You all remind me of a younger version of myself. Why, back in Watch Hill, I would...
friends, this is Troidal Power, host of the Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, a podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. And I'm inviting you to listen to Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, a podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. You can find it and a lot of other weird shows at probablywork.com. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at Probably Work for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called probablywork.com. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.